0: This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. three of this is silly with a little you were i thought you were making a major announcement nope, <laughs> No, the last episode of this just is silly a third episode. Yeah. yeah no shit mitch matt brad hello just make it simple so it's been a long time since we talked on, yeah. on the show
1: you know it's there's always that post-season sort of drop like you are
0: just like okay i need a break
1: decompression slash depression yes um, and of
0: course, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, so it does kick in.
1: No, still a successful season. Yep. Uh, but, but we're not here to talk about any of that tonight. Because really, it's way in the past. Yeah. And there's been enough this week. Yeah. And again, there are several other podcasts who've done year-end wrap-ups. If you want to listen to those kind of things. Yep. But we want to talk about what happened starting last Friday, uh, and sort of shook the U.S. soccer world news. Um, which you probably didn't see it on your local news because they don't care. No, the only thing they care about is is Messi coming to play next year in and, St. Louis. And the answer is no to that too. And high schools and high school, um, U.S. Open. So Friday night news dump, uh, which apparently I heard today that was U.S. Soccer was having like their holiday party. Yeah, and when this news dropped, uh, which you gotta imagine that's intentional. It was intentional. I mean, Friday news jumps are always.
0: But t- they could have done it a yeah. week before. Right. They could have done it this week, right before Christmas.
1: But they didn't want anybody to be able to respond right away because mm-hmm. they knew full well this wasn't going to go down well.
0: No.
2: What's the name of that website where you can review your employer after you've oh, Glassdoor. Glassdoor, yeah. Yeah, so Glassdoor. If you look at U.S. Soccer's reviews on Glassdoor, it, they are terrible. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, right? I can imagine. And so I'm just amazed they actually have a holiday party again. <laughs> and, and and again, I'll say look, what it, see, we didn't own,
1: own.
0: I was going to say you're assuming employees were invited yeah, to the holiday
1: party. Uh, if you if you still don't know what's going on, we are going to tell you what happened. But I do want to say the fact that we're all like patting U S soccer on the back this week, that tells you sh- how bad should not. If for one minute, you shouldn't think U S soccer is great. Yeah. They're not, they it, just did the bare minimum here. Not even it's like that. when you give Pence plaudits for not <laughs> overturning the election. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's your job. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're, you're supposed to follow the constitution. Right. You're so, supposed to follow. You're supposed to do the bare minimum. Yeah.
1: So MLS announced Friday afternoon or Friday evening, uh, they will no longer be sending their first team to participate in the U.S. Open Cup, and they were going to substitute their next pro teams. The two teams. The two teams for the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, Again, this happened on a Friday. Lots of fans got upset. (laughs) Uh, I mean, rightfully so, and we'll talk about that. Uh, Do do
0: you think MLS had any clue how upset... The fan base was going to
1: be no, just because they're that clueless. Fair, I I would say fair. Uh, and this was a money move, and we'll get into all that.
0: Tony made a great comment last night. Sports is the only industry where you're told flat out, don't listen to your customers.
1: Kinda, yeah. Um, but anyway, then if it, it was either Monday or Tuesday, U.S. Soccer finally got to respond to this, and they just said no. We won't be <laughs> accepting your uh, request not to participate in. Your,
0: your request has been declined. Yeah,
1: the oldest tournament in North America. You shall be playing in that. So let's talk about it. Um,
0: so, for those that don't know yeah. about the Open Cup, let's kind of start there because I think that is yes. really what it comes down to. As Brad mentioned, oldest
1: tournament in North America. Third I think e- oldest in the world. Right. Right. And and with the exception COVID ended the streak. Yes. It was the longest continuous without a break because you have things like the FA Cup who were interrupted by War, World War. War and things like that. Yeah, right. Uh, COVID did end its streak because they took a year off because of COVID, which everything shut down. But it was it's like the second longest running tournament ever. Right.
0: It, it, it is incredibly solid in terms of history and, and involvement.
1: A first a first official one was played in nineteen fourteen.
0: Um and, and essentially the great thing about this structure from from the get go is technically anybody can make it. Yes. That it it's not just MLS or USL or USL 22 pro
1: dash 19. It does include all the professional and amateur leagues in the pyramid.
0: Like PD, even though it's not called PDL anymore, but they can qualify for it. And going a step further regionals, like for example, the Colorado regional is a big one Mm -hmm. because they have several men's teams. And for lack of a better word, these are guys that are playing at VETA or Sunday leagues or whatever you want to call them that have basically won their league re- repeatedly, got a chance to go to these qualifying. They
1: went to an open invitational. Right. I mean, it's and a truly open, <laughs> anybody it, can qualify.
0: And they qualified. So, uh, was it four years ago, five years ago, we had the, the team that was sponsored by a liquor store, and yep. they didn't even have matching shorts and socks. Yeah. All they had was the shirt that they all had to buy. Yeah. And the one game they literally they were missing their top scorer cuz he's an accountant and he didn't have enough days off right like, like so i mean you can have literally plumbers and accountants playing against chicago fire or whoever right they can make it to now obviously that doesn't happen it's really a,
1: anymore but and it's a tiered system so mls joins the latest you know the mm-hmm. USL joins around before MLS, so they kind of work their way up. Right. If you're an MLS, you get a buy for the first, however many like rounds. five rounds yeah. or something like that. Um, but again, the U.S. Open Cup has been going on since 1914, when nothing else in U.S. soccer was happening. It kept the game alive.
0: Very much so, and and, and kind of you know if if if. For example, my wife loves to watch the turn of the century 1900s documentary dramas on PBS, where you know the people work in a mill. Yeah. But they work in a mill, and if they're good, they play on the soccer team yeah. for said mill in England. I mean, it's no different Scotland than Scotland or whatever. No difference
2: to Bethlehem Steel. Right. Right. Or, and and or the hat company, or pants pants
0: store. Or, pants store like, and so that that's where I was headed. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. this all translates here as well? If you've seen any of those stories, same thing here. That you know. Bethlehem Steel, they were steel workers that played, uh, you know, pants stored. They literally were guys that were making pants during the day, and, and then they'd go practice in the afternoon.
1: And with the lack of a professional league in the United States for so long, and there may have been some regional, semi-pro kind of things, this is where we drew our national team players. This is where, you know, our Olympic teams Borgy, came from. Yeah,
2: those kind absolutely. of guys. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You
0: know, when we talk about that 1950 U.S. men's national team, yeah. Those were guys that were playing in the local St. Louis league that were tearing it up.
1: And truly, it was a different time. But just to put this in a modern perspective, like a lot of companies have like their softball team that play against other ad companies or other bars or whatever. Right. Um, that was it. Like if you worked for the mill, you had there was a soccer team and you had to work there to, to play for the team. Now, now they well, had like, ringers. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But... It, again, it kept the game alive in America for a long time. It was the only outlet for our really good players to shine, to show who they were. Uh, and again, a lot of immigrants came into America and brought the game with them. Um,
0: so so keeping with that, we, we saw in those early days that there was a lot of tribalism in terms of the regions. Yeah. That you'd have like uh, the Philadelphia Bethlehem Steel. You know, there was a pocket there. Yeah.
1: The Brooklyn Italians. Yeah. I mean, yes. Like, yes,
0: exactly. There was, you know, up, up in New York. There, there were a, Irish teams. There were Scottish Saint teams. St. Louis had a really yeah. strong pocket, obviously. Yeah. Uh, there was I, I want to say Chicago had a pocket or maybe it was the general area yeah. of Indiana, Chicago. But point being is that you had all these pockets. And this was the way that we all the the country got to see who was who. Yeah, like they never you couldn't and the afford two, travel,
1: and, and different styles would get to play against each other. Like right, the there were no planes.
2: Yes. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: So they, you know, they, it was literally it was a big deal for these teams to get on a train, go to where the tournament's being held, and you're playing against guys you've never seen. You've never there's no tape to watch. It's yeah, literally.
1: Yeah, you just showed up and played.
0: Yeah, yeah, and. and you know it, they they've all these stories that are out there and there's a lot of great books about it but it is literally just the rawest of raw of soccer tournaments and the pure sport of it
1: so now then we fast forward to let's say the late 70s 80s 90s when pro soccer is starting to happen mm-hmm. different leagues and these pro leagues are incorporated into the US Open Cup so you still have these pockets, but it's becoming less and less prominent that a lumber mill is going to win the U.S. Open Cup.
0: But what we are seeing, for example, locally in 86, I think it was, is that the Bush yeah. Soccer Club, which eventually became Gallagher, yeah. uh, that was they had a men's team that was in a men's league. The in, senior, like uh, you'd uh, kind
1: uh, of grown out of youth soccer, right. but you were still good.
0: Yeah. And it was something for you to do. And again, these guys yeah. were you know, had real jobs. But then, you know, they're playing on nights and weekends at soccer park. Yeah.
1: So once the sort of organized pyramid started to happen, it was integrated into the Open Cup. Um, You know, you have the various USL leagues, you had the now defunct NASL, ASL, all those. Yeah, the ASL, all of the different pockets. Um, But along comes MLS in 96. And this was sort of, hey, we're going to crown the true national champion and it should be a team from your top division. It just should like, the, they should the science. They it. should be it's the, the best. Yeah. Now I think the last non MLS team to win was Rochester. And Rochester and, and and, in. Yeah. Okay. So it has happened, but yes, MLS wins. So, and I've, we've heard some arguments like, well, there's no competition or whatever that that's neither here nor there. We will talk about that aspect of it, but to say, you know, some people have said, well, you know, it's not really a part of MLS history. Oh, it is. It's 25-plus years MLS have been participating in the Open Cup, and to just now say—
0: And of the 25-plus years, they've only lost it once.
1: Yeah, but to say, fuck it, it's beneath us. No, you needed the Open Cup as bad as the Open Cup needed you when it started.
0: Yeah, because— you know, it, and that's the thing too is that you also have to understand that in 94, six, or whatever it was that MLS started, teams like the Portland Timbers and the Vancouver Whitecaps and the Seattle Sounders, who had
1: been together, been, been yeah. together.
0: Like they were playing in, you know, the ASL and then the, the Pacific NASL Northwest, and Leagues, the, the PW, yeah. yeah. Like they had kept going. Yeah. So it was validation that you had, uh, if an MLS club was beating an established club that had been around for a decade. Oh it, yeah. It was a validation of the MLS
1: teams because a lot of people at that time, I mean, I remember I was in college when MLS started and I, I didn't go to Mizzou, but I had friends at Mizzou. And I remember a guy who was on Missouri's club team because Missouri didn't have a NCAA team. He got picked up by an MLS team because they were just trying to fill the rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people weren't going to gamble on this. I mean, early days of MLS, we know guys turned down professional contracts to go be a landscaper because they could make more money. So MLS. In the media, early days when Beckham well, was there. That's true.
0: One of his defenders was making fourteen grand a year.
1: But a lot of these guys who were being brought into the MLS, there were guys on VETA leagues or, or the equivalent around the country said, fuck, I'm better than those guys. You know what I mean? And they were. And so MLS needed to prove themselves in the Open Cup. They needed to, you know, the validation of winning the Open Cup to say, no, this is a viable professional league and we are the best in the country.
0: And, and the thing is, is that continuing on with that, that teams like the Portland Timbers and Seattle Sounders were probably better known than the Dallas Oh, Burn definitely, definitely. Or the, you know, Miami. Tampa Bay Mutiny. Right, and, you know. right. Those were just made up. Bullshit things yeah. where these were established clubs that people actually, knew. like, there were people in St. Louis that were very familiar yeah. with those teams, even though we had never seen them, never heard of them, because yeah. there was enough media about them as an existing defined club.
1: So, now, the knocks against the Open Cup have always been the prize money's not enough. No, it's not. The the media coverage isn't enough. And mm-hmm. these these are all things that I would say are true. And we need to do a better job of elevating the U.S. Open Cup. But MLS is largely responsible... I was about to say. (laughs) ...for shitting on it for years. I
0: was waiting to hear where you went with this because Because MLS was in charge of promoting it. Exactly. Until
2: last year. Yeah. They they held the the strings.
0: Especially since they had some as... It's the... Some, the... Soccer... United Marketing. United Marketing, which... It, again, if you don't know what it is, do a little research on it because it is... The nicest way of saying it, it's dirty pool. You know? Well, uh,
1: well he, no, the nicest way of saying it is... It's a pyramid. Well, yes, of course, MLS is a Ponzi scheme. But, like, it, U.S. soccer needed MLS to succeed. MLS needed U.S. soccer. Yes. So it was all cozy and in bed together, but it was, like, theoretically... We needed that cozy and in bed together to keep it going.
0: It was something, and they kept each other at an arm's length. Yes. But it was, yes, it was a, a symbiotic yes. usage of each other.
1: Parasitic. Yes, that's probably a better <laughs> way of saying it, actually. But I would say if some, who is now fully MLS's Right, because thing,
0: US, uh, U.S. soccer brought it all in-house now. Right. They run it all in-house
1: if some was still the the mediator between MLS and, and US soccer which MLS would MLS. MLS would not have made this move
0: no because it would make them money
1: interestingly enough MLS created a new midseason <coughs> cup tournament last year from scratch where they get all the all the streaming rights and they've cut a big fat deal with Apple uh, and Liga MX which we don't play any games in Mexico for this tournament because it's it's again it's all just incestuous. Yes, very much
0: so. Um, it, and it's all about And
1: MLS controls the money.
0: Hey, I was going to say it's all about lining their own pockets. Yes. That that is the core of this issue through and through is that it is everything about MLS since day 1 has been about control. Yeah. Control the narrative, control the purse strings, control the players control yeah. like that they they
1: basically and in in probably the best example of this you saw when the announcement first came up a lot of commentators were like this is horrible this you know tradition history and
2: then then they got an email
1: they got a phone call they got an email they got a text and a lot of them started changing their tune started and started in. started uh
2: no dissent no criticism exactly well, Cut your access off.
1: So, that's from the MLS perspective. But I also don't want to lose in this discussion how vital the U.S. Open Cup is for the lower league teams. Because a lot of people say, well, what's the point? This is actually good for lower league teams because now they can win the thing if MLS doesn't send their best. But, I mean, Matt, we've talked about it a billion times. And, and you can, I won't say it's the open cup is the equivalent of the fa cup but it's similar in in same concept. and i in concept yes yeah, same concept. it's not as big it's not as important but
0: and it's not it's not funded by the federation to make sure it is a primary objective
1: but you would have a similar revolt in fans if you say, if you know the top league said premier league said we're not going to bother if with the fk fa in, cup in
2: in in 2000 FIFA sent Manchester United for six weeks to Brazil to play in some Club World Cup dances. Yeah. Manchester United said, We're going to miss two rounds of the FA Cup and three league games in this time. We can't make six weeks of games up in March, April, May. We're just, we're not going to play in the FA Cup. And they got absolutely crucified. Yeah.
1: Well, and in, and an even that. more recent example that most of our listeners the super or the European Super League. Super yes. League. And and DFA and FIFA said okay, fine. You want to do that, you will be cut off from all of our shit. Mm-hmm. So that's another aspect of this whole thing. Well,
2: that's, but also that's another conversation because that's read it's ugly head again Yes, this it week. did.
1: It did. But the fans Went nuts and said, no, I want my team playing in the FA Cup. I want my team playing. The,
2: fan, the, the fans aren't daft. You know, all right, you support, let's let's say you support Manchester City or, or Arsenal. You're an Arsenal fan, right? Yeah. You're, you're an Arsenal fan. Let's say you lived in North London and you're an Arsenal season ticket holder. And Arsenal says, we're going to join the Super League. Well, your away days to Wolves and Fulham, and Newcastle, and Manchester, and your your F, your 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 away trips have just become <laughs> Barcelona, Ashton, Barcelona, yeah. <laughs> Paris Saint Germain, yeah. Juventus, and instead of costing seventy five quid on a train and yeah. a ticket, they're now three hundred oh, pounds, yeah. four hundred pounds,
1: and your real rivalry is gone. Is gone like. It, you look forward to that Tottenham now. Maybe Tottenham's included. I don't know, but whatever. If you've got a rival, you no longer get that. But also, which is the history of the game
2: exactly. Wait, in, in in in, I don't want to get put my pro rel hat on. Yeah. But Luton came up. How many times have Arsenal fans been to Luton? Yeah. That's a that's a great little away day. Yeah. You know they've never been there before. Let, yeah. Let's go. Let's go Luton.
1: Which that's what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> looking at this from the other direction. Mm-hmm. So the lower league teams playing in the open cup. It's their big day to go play an MLS team or, or a club team to go play a USL team. And you might make more money on that one game than you do all season long. Yep. Because,
0: and not only that, your players get a taste at a better level
1: and your fans, like we know in St. Louis, it was hard to get people to come out and see Rio Grande Valley. you know, mm-hmm. Get excited to go see Rio Grande Valley. But when Chicago Fire came to town, people weren't interested. It was amazing. And then they would have this experience and they would come back.
2: To watch Rio Grande Valley.
1: Ba- right, exactly. To watch so if you take that away, the, the teams don't, first of all, they don't get the big payday of playing the big team. They don't get the residual knock-on effect of hey, We picked up 50 new fans who are going to become season ticket holders. And it's just, I I mean, I don't know how to say it, but you take away that magic of Sam Fink's header or Sam Fink's goal in the 90-whatever minute to beat Cincinnati to go on to the next round. You take away our bus trip to Atlanta. I mean, these are crucial moments in in fans' lives and in players. like, And they say, you know, well, MLS doesn't take the competition seriously. Early rounds, sometimes they don't.
0: Atlanta sure as fuck but took it seriously we played, when we ran at them. We
1: played against Atlanta's starters. And it was a big moment for our guys to prove themselves. To, and, again, players get opportunities based on, hey, we, we don't know anything about this guy, but... He plays for the Des Moines Menace, and we saw him in the third round of the Open Cup against guys who are technically three divisions ahead of him. We're going to give him a shot.
2: Well, we did that with Vince Cicerelli. Exactly. He played for Des Moines, and then he played for us the, the year after. I...
1: So it is good for the game in so many ways.
0: And, 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 and at the core of it all, it's good stories. Yeah. That even, like you said, if, if it's the player telling the story, if it's the fan, if it's the local media— these are stories. Like, I mean, uh, God, what is it? The uh, the team in California that the former player was running,
2: um, the Harpos or whatever. No, that's, that's Colorado.
0: Yeah, that's
1: Colorado. Oh, uh, um, when all team. Winalda's yeah, team. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Where it's like that was national media yeah. was covering this because it was a and those guys were trying to prove a point. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it was great for the game because you yeah. had a, a ex professional. Playing with amateurs, yeah. to that went at big teams, like qualified teams, and was beating them, and there was so much attention to it, it. I forget what it was, what what the exact details were, but they said that league that those guys played in had like almost tripled the applications the yeah. next year. This is how
1: the game grows. Well, and also, each level of the pyramid, the last team standing, gets a big bonus. So even if a USL team doesn't win the whole thing, we made it to the quarterfinals that year. Yeah. And, yeah, we got and twenty-five points. Either either the players gotta get a bonus or the team can stay solvent for another year mm-hmm. because that's a big paycheck for them. I mean, again, the knock on effects are huge. But talking about, you know, MLS doesn't always play their best teams in the early rounds, the same thing happens in Copa del Rey, the same thing happens in the FA Cup. When you look tune into those early rounds of the FA Cup, sometimes I'm watching Arsenal and I'm like, I don't know who any of these guys are. When they
0: have numbers like 78. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. But
2: squad rotation is a thing. Yeah. Again,
1: that's why I'm saying this is a challenge for the manager to figure out, how much do I have to put into this game? And then when you get closer, then you then you go for it cuz it's a trophy. It's
0: But that's the other thing too is that it's also giving the manager an opportunity to say, "Hey, I know Brad has been killing it on the two team. Yeah. Let's see how he stacks up with the one team against, you know, different competition. It's an opportunity for the coaches and the staff to evaluate what they have in their system.
1: Yeah. Get games for guys that aren't in the regular starting rotation, all of that. Or
0: even, you know, it's a chance for injured guys to get in game shape. It's so there's so much that comes out of it. That's positive.
1: Again, I, I think, the easiest thing they could have done, and they still might do, is allow for a roster expansion. Because MLS roster rules are tight. <coughs> don't get me wrong. Like, you don't have an abundance of players. So they could expand the roster that's, rules.
2: That's their problem. Not, not but US but soccer, that's what I'm saying. They could, the expand, they could yeah, expand They could expand
1: the rules to say, okay, for the Open Cup tournament, or any, any non-league tournament, tournament yeah. you're allowed to call up your mls next pro players Uh, half but but eight of them or whatever but make it the manager's discretion discretion. if you want to throw out all kids to represent you that's fine but don't take away the ability to play your first team
0: and and you can't tell me that that kid that's playing on the two team wouldn't love to stand next to leuven or klaus or one of these guys and, and, hey, I lined up next to this guy, and you know what? I held my own. That exactly. is, like, the absolute best thing for him to go back sure. to the
1: two-team. It's a Brian Gall. Uh, that's that, <laughs> that's, that, next, But that's exactly what him, I was it thinking. Is, though, it, is, it, it is. It is. It is. And you know what? Lionel Messi should yeah. be in the Open Cup experience. I mean, now he probably won't play because they'll rest him or whatever, but theoretically— a kid from Des Moines Menace should be able to line up against Lionel Messi.
0: I mean, it, it comes back to the story that Petch told about lining up against, uh, um, uh, God, guy from Den- uh, Holland. Um, oh, Johan Cruyff. Yeah, Johan Croft. and basically saying, "I'm going to take it easy on your kid. I know it's your first time out." Like, yeah, you know, I, that that experience is unbelievable. And you know, and, and even at that, even if it's some kid from Des Moines lining up against Klaus, yeah, like, hey, you know what? I was able to shut Klaus down a couple Yet, times. He
1: might have the game of his life. Right. And, and, and maybe prove, he gets noticed. Prove he deserves a shot at the next level.
0: Right. And it may not be an MLS contract, but it sure as hell could so be a USL contract.
1: It's it's about more than money. It's about the game. It's about the fans. Like, the, I mean, Bird, you always used to talk about it. You know, it's our big day yeah. when we're going to play Kansas City. I mm-hmm. mean, in 2015, when we packed a couple buses and went to Kansas City and just made noise the entire time and... Kansas City didn't run out scrubs. There were four national team players Mm -hmm. on their team, and we held our own.
0: They knew they were in for a battle because they knew we were coming both barrels.
1: But we had the best time, and to me that's— In a loss. But but to me that's one of our memories. That's one of our galvanizing— It was was real football.
2: Yeah. It was real football. And football has always been the haves against the have-nots. Yeah it absolutely is it has. is the halves against the half nots we
0: have said that for decades on the, a decade on this show that it you know your 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 running statement of 90% of football fans are miserable
2: they yeah. should be yeah.
0: but that is it this but is it, the chance that maybe one of those 90% yeah, have and a it, good
1: day it builds the game and yeah. and then you have good memories of you know whether it was last year the omaha fans coming to city park and we get to hang out with them and talk a little bit or you know, a few years before House and uh Zach and Sam, I think went to Wichita. Wichita. I mean, but you get you, this You and Sarah went to Des Moines yeah. and,
0: and literally oh. the guy is standing next to so... Lewis Hilton yeah. taking a corner kick and there is a dude literally three feet away from him holding a beer giving him shit.
1: But these are what I went, make memories.
2: I went to the Tin Con in Michigan. You did? Yeah. You watched I mean, indoor soccer, seriously. yeah. <laughs> My my foremost memories of American soccer are open cup experiences. Yeah.
1: So and I, I don't want to rob a generation of this. This is
2: But the thing is is that an
1: MLS but by the way, MLS quite frankly owes US soccer that.
0: But the thing is, is that it's in their best interest. That's it's the part in that, the
2: regulations. Well, to that too. That's but, the next step but, that but, I want to talk about. But
0: again, it's in their best interest because the thing is, is that if if you're in Wichita and you don't have a team and yeah. you don't care, the you you don't give a shit about MLS because all you care about is your local team. But you know, Chicago, St. Louis come to town, and you're like, you know what? I really like watching Tim Parker. Yeah. I'm going to subscribe to Apple TV yeah. to watch Tim Parker cuz that's my dude.
1: Again, you're spreading the game, but let's talk about what you just said, Matt. So US Soccer and MLS have been very big proponents of the Division 1, Division 2, II, Division 3 Sanctioning requirements. Yes.
0: Draw the lines hard,
1: and so much so. We draw
2: the lines hard until NASL get close, and then we'll, have, we'll draw well, <laughs> a bit. But, higher. but that's what I was going to say.
1: So NASL, even though it's gone, I think there's still lawsuits going on about that because they wanted to be a Division One. And they
2: were getting close, and then all of a sudden the yeah. goalposts changed. Well that's so, not, not. But the, the one position.
1: of the goalposts for being a Division One team. Is you must play in every tournament that US soccer or FIFA have in your region. Yes. So to maintain Division One status, MLS has to field teams in the US Open Cup.
0: MLS. Not MLS Next Pro.
1: Right. MLS. This is Division I MLS. Yes. Now, Next Pro doesn't because it's deemed a competition thing because you don't want a situation where St. Louis one has to play St. Louis two, two bites of the cherry. Right. But if MLS wants to say, we're not going to play in open cup, us soccer could say, we're going to revoke your D one status. And the knock on effect of that is just like what happened with the super league. You can say, okay, then you're not eligible for FIFA tournaments because us soccer Sanctions the FIFA tournaments. Mm-hmm. And if you're not eligible for USD1 sanction, you don't get to qualify for FIFA.
0: CONCACAF.
1: Then, but it actually goes further because there's players from Europe, there's players from Combo Ball, there's players from other. They can say, if you're not playing in FIFA tournaments, then you need to come back to a league that is in line with FIFA. So you can play for your national teams. Or Lionel Messi, you know what? You can't get called to Argentina anymore. How quick would Lionel Messi be out of MLS if he was no longer eligible to play for Argentina?
0: And going a step further along those lines, it's smaller, but it is just as important. That also means that your referees... Yeah. Lose yes. classification, which means that because those guys, <clears throat> they pick up a lot of extra money from the CONCACAF games, from those kind of things that it is it, as much as it and is. they could slide
1: over and do USL games if that's if that's what they're being told.
0: Exactly. Because if they if that, you know, that's the way they keep their yeah. FIFA sanctioned behaviors. Nobody's going to want to ref it except for scabs.
1: Yep. So there are many, many knock on effects of this.
0: It, And somebody has to be aware of that at at MLS. You know,
1: I I think it goes back to arrogance. I just think they think they can do whatever they want. I think so. Because they pretend they invented soccer in 1996. Nothing before them matters and nothing outside of MLS matters to them.
2: Well, Sky TV doesn't think soccer started until 1992. Well, I mean, mean, it's not an MLS-centric problem. But But MLS has always been very
1: arrogant and very dismissive of anybody not in MLS.
0: They don't even talk about the early World Cup, or the, you know, like... That you never see MLS honoring the 1950 World Cup team or the 1980 nothing from you know, before. No, that, Yeah, you know, never anything like that.
1: And I, I mean, I quite frankly, well, I could, think but, they are embarrassed when USL is getting better and when their teams get knocked off by USL. I think it embarrasses the shit out of them.
0: It
2: should. Well, it, it, th- th- true. It 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 should, but it, these things happen. It. it we all know football. Yeah. And on any given day, any 11 True. guys can beat any 11 guys. <laughs> but at the end of the day, in the last 20-odd 20 years, t- 24 of 25 Open Cup yeah. winners have come from MLS. Yeah. They, they are still the big daddy on the block. And just because sh- I wouldn't... They think
1: it's beneath them.
2: The,
0: yes, because the thing is is that we, we ourselves, and the general population, we've seen a lot of USL teams beat lower and MLS teams in the Open Cup. It, as a result, what that tells the general public is that the top of USL and the bottom of MLS are not that far apart. Yeah, that really it comes down to the money, the DPS, the you know that kind of stuff. And I think that's one of the reasons that they want to make a imagined gap larger. That that you know it's we don't want to have the chance of looking like we are not superior in Premier.
2: But what, yeah. what they're basically saying at that point, then, is that it's it's more advantageous to, for us not to lose than it is to win.
0: Yeah. Yes, it, that is exactly it. And, and 100% agree. That is exactly what they're saying.
2: But, they're, but they want that in the League's Cup. They want to be able to say, we're winning the League's Cup, but... You know, but losing,
1: I, to, I, losing to Mexico is not embarrassing. Winning, there's a big upside. Mm-hmm. And, and, they get all the streaming money.
2: (laughs) And they get to dictate where they play. Right.
1: So, I mean, that's sort of the basics of the discussion. I do want to say, let's talk about the statement that the the United Supporters Groups in St. Louis came out with. Basically, you know, we've said, if we have to make a choice.
0: Well, let's back it up, actually. And I'll give especially you credit you and Sarah, cause you guys were running socials and I've been away from a lot of that. You guys came out right away and said bullshit. Yeah. Like before, before there was any sort of cooperation with the groups that put out a unified statement, yeah. we went on the aggressive no yeah. right away. So kudos to you for, for standing up yeah, right away.
1: My personal take was immediately, and this is Brad, this is not the Luligans was okay. If you're going to ask me, you know, we just we just opted in for Champions League tickets, okay? So any Champions League game, I'm going to go to because I, I opted in. But now when I get to later in the season and they ask me, do you want to opt in for the Open Cup or do you want to opt in for the League's Cup? Well, I'm going to support the Open Cup. because Whether it's our two-team playing or our one-team playing, I want to support the Open Cup. But I'm not going to opt in for the League's Cup because, to me, this is the tournament that MLS brought in last year to replace As a on it because mm-hmm. they can control it, they can make the money from it, and it's again I put it I put it in our lulligan or our this is silly Twitter poll, which trophy would you rather have in your cabinet: the U.S. Open Cup, established 1914, or the League's Cup, established 2023? OK, so I'm not saying anybody else should boycott, but that was my initial take is hit them where it hurts. It'll hurt them more if I don't go to the League's Cup and I do go to the Open Cup. Uh, yeah.
2: that, that, that's you. And I, I am way more extremist than that. OK. and then, uh, I, I've, I enjoyed last season, but looking back, one of my favorite games was the Union Omaha game. Yeah, it, it, it had a softer vibe. I, I you, even took his kid. Uh, even took yeah, his you're, friends. Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember them at the game.
2: <laughs> the, 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 their fans were great. It was a it was a more mellow vibe, it, and it helped that we we hammered them. Yeah, but, but it was
0: a loose feeling. But it to was it. a
2: loose feeling to it. That was my favorite game. I, but at the end of the day, I, I had a you know me. I had a ton of reservations. I, I stood in front of Jim Carver And I said, I don't want to go MLS. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I I went through last season. And, and this day. is why. Yeah. And, and, it, and this week has just reminded me yeah. that we were all cheering for fucking Walmart. Yeah, kind of. And I,
1: I mean, I'm y- an Arsenal y- fan, so I cheer my, for Walmart I, <laughs> every week.
2: You know, and it's,
0: but it, that is a, that is part of it too. Is that they're now with the with the League's Cup, they're saying. Well, now that we have the League's Cup, the open cup is too many games. It's like motherfuckers, you made you, that problem yourself. Yeah,
1: the the this the fixture congestion that they blame this decision on <laughs> it is a, fall is fall for Saint Louis. But, <laughs> but it is a problem a, of their making. And they, not only that,
0: they put it in the middle of the season. Right. So any momentum that you have yeah. going, or if you pick up a knock or an injury yeah. during those games, they have derailed and devalued their own league by doing so. Yeah.
1: So
2: why did it, why did the Canadian MLS teams not withdraw out of the Voyagers Cup? It's a good point. Why can they still play in in the Canadian Cup competitions, but it's a massive problem for us?
1: I would I would hazard a guess because Canadian soccer said you're playing in this fucking open cup yeah. because Canada's still trying to get to where the United States Current. is, and they need Toronto and Vancouver and Montreal to boost uh, Canadian soccer
2: and, and also remember when Ottawa were told you don't play in an American league anymore
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah you when know, they when Van- they create-
2: Van- Vancouver and and Montreal they, they, they can't be having they yeah. can't be having the Canadian Federation saying oh you want to you want to leave eh yeah you know they can't have that yeah you when
1: know. and if you don't know what Matt's talking about a few years ago Canada established their Premier League. They needed a a first-division soccer league, and those teams that were playing in NASL or USL were given sort of a drop-dead window. Like, you have to move over and play in the Canadian... And they got
2: CONCACAF back into shape. CONCACAF basically said, no, you will leave. Which may have
1: been related to Canada getting the host, joint host for the World Cup, you have to have a first division, first division yeah, to, to be a World be Cup host, so that had to be proud of it.
0: But again, that also is exactly the point: is that by having these kind of competitions, it lifts status. Yeah, it makes this available to more people. And,
1: and again, like I said in the poll, to me, the Open Cup means something. Like there's a history, there's a value to that, and St. Louis has ten Open Cup, not our team St. Louis, but the city of St. Louis has 10 open cups. And when we first started talking to Carolyn and some of these people in a meeting, when they were asking us, you know, what's important, what, what are the Luligans doing? Like they wanted, they really wanted to know, you know, tell me
0: what does the local fan care about?
1: And we spent a good deal of that meeting talking about the open cup and how great it would be that now, you know, with MLS and having more resources and being able to really go for an open cup and add to St. Louis's legacy in soccer. The open cup was one of the most important things to us.
0: Do you know what her first professional soccer game was? It was
1: an open cup game
0: at Lindenwood where we beat Chicago. Yeah. And And, it was brilliant. And and I remember. And I think it
1: has to be a large reason why she said, I kind of like this. (laughs) No, it, it,
0: it. she stood on the parking lot with us afterwards and said, this was unbelievable. Yeah. And taking it a step further, that game was also the game that the Dutch Blues fan direct boss was in town and he went back to Europe saying these guys get it. St. Louis knows what soccer is
1: about. So which leads me to my next question. We're never going to know because MLS won't break ranks. But this was a decision by the owners. Let's not say it was Garber's decision. Now Garber may have presented this business opportunity to them. But the owners had to vote on this. I want to know which teams Voted to leave the Open Cup. And I am not convinced St. Louis didn't. Like, I, I'd like to think our owners were are the good ones.
2: Yeah, everybody wants to think their owners are the good ones. But well, also, if they vote against it, they get on Garba's butt side. Well, that's right. true,
1: too. Because
0: that's the other part, too, is that it is kind of the mob.
1: But.
2: Peer pressure goes a long way. But
1: mm-hmm. if you're looking at it, I mean, let's just look at it, pocketbook situation so, here. But even, here, hold on. I've, I've, I've spent $250 million on a team, and I want. I want the biggest bang for my buck wherever want I can reven- get it. Yeah. You- so, but again, we're talking about teams that think about revenue versus the game so, and what the fans want. So
0: so close to St. Louis's heart, and, and this is something that I it was talking to a friend last night, and it actually came up and we talked about it in depth, and that's why it's fresh in my mind. The Rams leaving. Yeah. Uh, NFL didn't have a team in the second largest media market in the United States, in L.A., mm-hmm. And they wanted one there, and they were going to put one there. And the whole thing was just disastrous until, essentially, Jerry Jones said, we need to do this because it's going to make us all richer. Yeah, And at that point in time, everybody fell in line because of the pressure that started not only from, it wasn't Pete Rizzo, whoever the commissioner was, but you know he was pushing for it. And then now you have one of the richest owners, one of the loudest, pushiest owners, corralling everybody else to get in line. I almost guarantee that this was a similar situation where there were some that weren't certain, but as soon as the big dogs started barking, they fell in line.
1: So, back to what the St. Louis fans have have stated. And this was a joint statement by the Luligans... The punks, Santos, uh, No Florida Noise, No Dap, and the Thieves. Um, we decided it's it, it, people don't understand how hard it is to organize things like the pregame party and the drums and things like this, especially on a weeknight. You know, so who we, can get off in time to right. do
0: this? Who can cover this?
1: And it is work for these groups that do these things. I mean,
0: Florida noise. This is, this is really a a testament to them that they're able to get a crew enough together on a weeknight with everybody having work to do to make sure that they are fully staffed to provide, to provide that backbone. I mean, that is a Herculean Herculean task and they do it several times a season.
1: So they, they, we all decided if we're going to have to prioritize one tournament over the other, we're going to prioritize the U.S. Open Cup over the Leagues Cup. So, Leagues Cup, unless this changes, unless U.S. So- or unless MLS says okay, we're sending our first teams. I
2: think they've got a choice.
1: Well, okay, but this was before U.S. Yeah, soccer yeah, yeah, yeah. said no. <laughs> yeah, we re- we said hey, we're not, we're just not going to do it. We're not going to have drums. We're not going to have pregame parties. We're not going to have organized capos. We're not going to be singing. Like, I mean, there will be fans there. We weren't calling on a, for a boycott.
0: No, and, and that's the thing too, is that, and, and part of the discussion is, and, and I think this is an objective statement, that if if the entire North End says, or I shouldn't say entire, but the organized groups yeah. of the North End say we're boycotting this completely, that means that there's going to be a lot of people that aren't in that section normally yeah. that would be getting tickets and possibly doing damage to the reputation of the North End. So if if you're a member of one of our uh, one of these groups and you still want to go great
1: by all means please do
0: just, just know, know yeah. that there is not going to be that organized unified backbone that and, supports
1: and we would like you to support us in that and not do the normal north end stuff
0: right yeah and and, and there are additional conversations i know our isc representative uh, uh, independent supporters yeah. council i know our, those reps are talking about a lot of things there's been discussions about you know picking a minute where yeah. every supporter session section goes quiet
1: and other groups across the country have made similar or their own sort of statement about and, and
0: our reps did mention that this is one of the few things that almost all the supporter isc people yeah. agreed on immediately and, and and even here you know it's hard to get all of six or seven of our groups unified yeah. on one thing and everybody's like nope we're
1: on this one everybody is universally behind the open cup like again we did the poll on this Sicily. I think 11 percent of people said they would rather win the league's Cup okay fine but
0: there is a prestige to saying you beat yeah the Mexican, Mexican teams cup,
1: sure teams
2: but I would was wear- a tournament for that Yeah, there's a tournament for that. It's called the Champions. Yeah. Yeah. We have to go to fucking Houston, but there's a tournament for that. The only MLS. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All the choices. The only
0: MLS team. You know.
2: And
1: round two would also be an MLS team if we make it past that. So.
0: What is it? I think we could only see somebody in the uh, Mexican team in the semis or the finals.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. That's sort of a a rough look at. what what has happened uh we still don't know how mls is going to respond i would assume they will agree and and make some tweaks and you know jimmy conrad like said it immediately look all you got to do is expand the rosters um make make a provision for open cup or whatever that you can you can subvert the salary cap for those tournaments like you can adjust some MLS rule roster rules to make it viable.
0: And and it's not it's nothing that
1: And the manager can still choose to play starters or all, all right. But let front. let the manager decide and let the manager decide especially as we get closer to the end. I mean some teams know they can't win MLS Cup. Some But they can salvage a season. By getting the that Open, Open Cup. Cup,
2: the Open Cup salvaged Houston. Yeah. yeah, we battered them at home. Yeah, and and they went on a run. They won the Open Cup. They finished second in the West,
1: and, and they're in the Champions League because it, it the winner gets a Champions League spot. Now, I wonder what MLS would do if they lose a Champions League spot. You know, it,
0: yeah, it gets she, taken away from them. And hey,
1: you you don't want to play in this tournament. You don't get. By the way, we're going to give two to the Open Cup now. Yeah, the the two
0: final (laughs) the two finalists are going.
1: So I mean,
2: it's just so petty. Yeah, and
1: and U.S. soccer can be petty. This time, it's just working in our in our favor.
2: uh, (laughs) uh, But uh, uh, why uh, (laughs) MLS? You said it yourself. Go to U.S. Soccer and say, hey, we're thinking of doing this. U.S. Soccer turns around and says, no, we don't want you doing that. All behind closed doors. Right. None of this happens. We know conversations like that must go on. Of course. Keep it behind closed doors. The, the fact that they came out and said it publicly before U.S. Soccer even knew. I think they were just... trying to
1: back U.S. Soccer into a corner and hoping U.S. Soccer would blink.
0: See, I, I'm sure they said something to U.S. Soccer and U.S. Soccer said, I don't think you can. And yeah. they just said, well, we're going to announce it anyway.
1: Now. Is MLS, I think MLS was arrogant enough to think we know better than the fans. They may get a little upset, but they're not really gonna do anything about it. And they're I still gonna come out. I think this is one of those issues where especially I don't know about the older MLS teams, like the Revolution and you know, the teams that have been around for a long time. I don't know how much they put into the open cup, but all of the recent teams that have come into MLS Know what it means to be a lower division team, and know what the US o- like the Luligans. Like you said, some of your best memories are Open yep. Cup. A lot of Luligans' memory, best memory, is the Open Cup. We have a soft spot for that. Tournament. But even
0: teams like Chicago and DC United, they do have had, had, yeah, history. Have yeah. had history in the Open Cup, and and their fans know, hey, this is how we got hardware.
1: Yeah, and. The Seattle's, the Portland's, the the teams that have been around a long time before MLS, they have an appreciation. I think MLS, you know,
2: I refuse. I refuse. To it's sup- like the dog that caught the car.
1: I, you know, <laughs>
0: what are you going to do once
1: you catch it? Yeah.
2: I'm not pulling the ladder up. Now we've made it to this promised land that y'all right. wanted. I'm no. You can't pull the ladder right. and say, "Well, screw you guys back down there."
1: And that was my point. MLS owes it to U.S. soccer to play in this tournament, and. And take it seriously.
2: Like,
0: why wouldn't you be the generous king yeah. that shows his, you know, kindness and general.
1: Hey, and if, and if you want to do your League's Cup cash grab, more power to you. But not at the expense of the Open Cup. No,
0: not at, not at the expense of anything that's better for the yeah.
1: game and, in the country. And adjust your roster rules just because you need to.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing, too. It's like, yeah. we saw this year what a lack of depth can get you to.
1: So, mm. I don't know. I mean, still to see what will happen, but I am Matt. You said you're a little more extreme than I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to buy leagues cup tickets. Probably, even if they, even if they fix it, um, I, I, I'm I'm very dissatisfied with this, and I I don't want to reward the greed and by buying into their cash I, I'm grab going tournament. To-
2: I, I, I opted out of my Concacaf Champions League tickets because I was like, yeah, no. But what about the players? N- hang on. Well, I, and I but, do think
1: the players need support, and that's why I'm saying don't boycott. I, but this
2: is me. This yeah. is, I'm not telling. I'm not right, telling right, anyone right, else right. how to be a fan, Because like, right. it's not fair, and you know they're not going to miss me. St. Louis is still shiny and new yeah. enough, and coming off a pretty good season, where he's I don't go. Someone else can. Oh yeah, it. yeah. And, and you know what? If 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 I don't go, then a, a guy and his kid will go that didn't go this season, yeah. mm-hmm. and they'll probably have a blast, yeah. and, and and that's that's cool. great, that's yeah. cool too. But it also comes off Manchester United signing Ronaldo and the Mason Greenwood thing, flirting with Qatar, mm-hmm. the European Super League. You've got this expanded World Cup and Club World Cup, yeah. and just modern football is shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and
2: I'm on a downer about it. Yeah, I'm on a downer about it. It's like the 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 where, where do you go from here now? I mean, what if LA Galaxy says, you know what, we want to join a, a global Super League. Yeah. You know, where do we go from well, here? And it's just, I'm in a bad place with it where I'm just tempted to just say, fuck it, I'm going to go ride my bike.
1: Well, and I and I guess that's ultimately what I want to say. For all the negative things about big money soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, we still love the game. And to me, the Open Cup is sort of the last remaining vestige of it here in the States where MLS is at least on a par with the other, you know, like we have we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And the fans, whether you're a Union Omaha fan or a Wichita fan or an LAFC fan, Like, we share this Open Cup. Like, it's special. It is romantic. And, yeah, it doesn't make all the money in the world. And, yeah, sometimes it's hard to find the stream of it. But there's something special about those nights. And I don't want to lose that in favor of the shiny and new leagues cup that is just completely made up.
2: You know, the Belgian Cup doesn't make a lot of money either. (laughs) You know, the Austrian Cup doesn't make a lot of money either. They still play it. Yeah. And their teams still go in the Europa League and yeah. Europa Conference and, and whatnot. They still play it. It's not. Why is it a problem here that, th- that not many fans show up? Yeah. yeah I mean, why is it a problem here that we don't make a lot of money at it here? I, I, it's I, not I, about you, the you money. Take, yeah. You know, in, in France, teams fly from Tahiti to play in the Coupe de France. Yeah. Because it's prestige, it's tradition. And I, I don't want to do the comparison between us and the FA Cup or us and the the Belgian Cup because the Open Cup has enough history and tradition and prestige to stand alone on itself and say, this is a good thing and it's great and it can be be better. It can be better, of course it can be better. But a lot of things can be better. Um, But teams
1: and fans should be fucking proud to play in the Open Cup.
2: They should. And it's, you know, how many of us here went to a St. Maritza game? No. Exactly. But I tell you what, we all followed their cup run. Yeah, we Because did. there was a chance that they could make it to where the yeah. big dogs played. You know? And
1: Well, and I mean, going back to AC St. Louis, you know, we missed out on the Open Cup or whatever. And the Lions, boy, that would have been a dream to to qualify for the we, Open we Cup. We talked about it frequently. It's yeah. like,
0: man, we finished fifth. We couldn't quite get there. Imagine. Maybe next yeah. year we can move up to, sec- to and, second And And in some
1: ways for a lower league team, the Open Cup run is bigger than your playoff run. It's, it's bigger, bigger than, than your league. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's that's one of my thoughts that I've been having is that seeing how the rest of the country treats it, maybe that's one of the reasons that MLS doesn't want it to be important because they don't want it to outshine them. And, but, and it's why and that I don't they think didn't it, put it on a good streaming I mean, it
1: platform. Won't, it won't ever outshine the MLS Cup and, and all the... No, it
2: won't, but I think that's the fear. It,
1: but is it magical and...
2: I, I also want. To, I also want to to bring up one thing. Um, they also state that the the facilities, and the conditions playing these lower league teams, are not up to par. And says the league that has somebody playing at Yankee Stadium. My Pendleton down in Tampa Bay, did the last couple of years in the Open Cup. I think there's been only two instances where they an MLS team had to travel to a team below USL level. Yeah. You
1: know. of course. Well, usually, the honestly, I was talking to, to Tony about this. A lot of times, the lower league team will f- defer hosting the game because, like Omaha, for example, if we have it at City Park, you can sell 22,000 tickets versus if you do it in Omaha, you can sell whatever, 4,000, 5,000, however big their stadium is. And they get a cut of that gate and they get, you know. And it's, a tr- it's an away day for their fans. It's a it's a big deal to go play in City Park.
0: Well, and a lot of those lower division teams are splitting facilities. They yeah. may not be able to guarantee that they're getting
1: it. On a Wednesday night with no notice, they right. can't get that. Right. But also, I mean, again, we've all seen the FA Cup where Manchester United has to go play in a Bar- shitty stadium yeah. that that really doesn't have stands to speak of. You know, like...
2: Again, get, getting changed in like we call them porta cabins, yeah. you know, like single wides. But stuff. that's part
1: of the romance of it. Like
2: it's the great leveler. Yeah, and, and you know what? I bet those guys
0: that you know when Manchester United has to go to Mitch Witch Town yeah. and play, that they're like, man, I remember when I was a kid thinking this was, you know, like a lot of those it,
1: guys grew up playing on those fields. Right.
0: like like it becomes. I, I I almost have to say it becomes a remember who you were yeah. kind of moment for those players and and their heart gets into it because it's like man I had hoped to get to here and look at me up here. Yeah. Like, so
1: I mean at the end of the day I am just extremely extremely disappointed that MLS a did this, b thought they could get away with it without angering the fans and the and the and the and the, the federation um and and c they didn't they didn't immediately say, "Oh, we're sorry, we didn't realize." Like they're still trying to figure out a way to have their cake and eat it too. Um, I, I'm I'm extremely disappointed with MLS, and for all the good things, I mean, we talked about this when when we were losing our USL team and going to MLS. There are good things and bad things, and this is a prime example of the bad things that MLS stands for and just because we're a fan of a team in the MLS doesn't mean you have to just shut up and take it and they don't pay us to do our podcast so I didn't get the text message saying I can't you know voice my opinion about it God love those independent journalists like Jeff Reuter and Jimmy Conrad and even Eric Winalda who I think is a kook about half the time but he just was saying you know Don Garber's a businessman. He is not a soccer fan. And even... You can make the right business decision. You know, like, cutting out Christmas bonuses will help the bottom line of the company. But it's the wrong thing to do. But it's be. the wrong thing mm-hmm. to do. I mean, you know, MLS is trying to give us Jelly of the Month Club, <laughs> and we want the goddamn Open Cup.
2: I'm just, i it's, Again, it's just a. you realize you're supporting Walmart. Yeah. And... I was just, again, with with everything else that's going on yeah. uh, with soccer around the world, you just uh, screw it. And, and and
1: and I still want to support our players. I still want to support our team. I'll support I want... St. Louis for
2: sure, yeah. but I will not support the Empire.
1: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I will support the Empire a little bit because I want to go watch soccer with my friends, but but there's a line for everybody.
2: There is a line. And, and you know what? I'm going to sit here because we, we are two years off with no soccer. Yeah. I started riding my bike. Yeah. You know, I found something else to do. It's, it's better I for you mentally.
1: What? <laughs> it's better for you mentally. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: absolutely. And <it> physically. <laughs> and, you know, it, they actually gave me something else other than soccer. And, yeah. and you know, I, it's getting to the point where, where I feel like I, I'll just sit at home and watch, I, watch on TV. And,
1: and I do understand that. But I also, again when we were talking about moving to MLS, we always said, you know, it's, it's not about necessarily the quality on the field or the wins and losses. It's about having a Saturday with my friends Mm -hmm. and I want to go somewhere with Mitch and Sarah and you and Tony and Matt. And I want to run into people like Claude and Michelle that I don't see every day and have the day out and have the fun. Now, I have to swallow a bit of the MLS bullshit to do that, but I'm not there for them. I'm there for me. But when it starts to feel like I'm there for them, which is what the league cup is becoming to me, then it's easier and easier for me to say, no, I'm not going to do that. So, but again, it's, it's the line. It's where the line is for you. And I'm only doing this because I'm having fun. And, it, and MLS is trying to make it less fun. As, as,
2: soon as, fun I, you know, as soon as you stop having fun, you know, you you stop having fun. It's okay to stop. This is a hobby. And and it's just a lot of it. It's not, again, it's not just the MLS thing. It's, you know, it's the, the, the Super League and the yeah. Expanded Club World Cup. How much is yeah, enough? Yeah,
1: MLS is not how, alone. How yeah. much is enough? MLS is not alone in trying to make it a business and trying to make it I mean fucking Don Garber at the MLS Cup standing up and saying how proud he was of Columbus for, for winning the MLS Cup when two years earlier he, he it, tried right? to steal the team away from him you, and a, you, good for the fans that fucking booed him that night I, mm-hmm. I
2: think I think that also you, you look at your fan code of conduct yeah. you, you're not a fan you have soccer privileges
1: that's true That you know? you're, you're right but I don't know I, don't, I mean we're not obviously not going to solve it all tonight but this really, really pissed me off.
2: It upset me tenfold.
1: And we will see how it gets resolved.
0: And that's the thing. By Tomorrow morning when you're listening to this, there may have been something yeah. come out that fixes it. But I think getting But it won't this... magically erase
1: what MLS tried right. to and, do. And
0: that's the thing, is that the discussions are being had across the nation, across different shows and media formats and forums and telegram groups. People are pissed. And and they they know people are pissed, and this is how change happens.
1: And I wanted to do this show to, to give some of the newer fans in St. Louis who maybe have never paid attention to the Open Cup a reason why we're personally upset about it.
0: it because people have asked yeah. us this week, you know, okay, what's I knew the big why, deal? what's yeah. the big deal.
1: But also, here's what I'll say. MLS will, will come to some resolution. But rest assured, they're not doing it to make us happy. Like, people are saying, oh, the fans' voices mattered. No. no, no, they didn't. Uh, it's just because they may lose more than they gain mm-hmm. by U.S. Soccer doing this. U.S. Soccer this. stamped on them. It's nothing right, to do with right being Now, heard. I'm I'm very proud of the fans who did.
2: U.S. Soccer may have seen yeah. the backlash, mm-hmm. but they may I, have seen the fans' words.
1: I think I think Don Garber doesn't give a shit about the fans, and and by extension, the owners of MLS largely don't give a shit about the fans, and that's sad. Let's end it on a positive note. <laughs> okay, what's Cause positive? Because this has been b- angry and miserable.
2: Yeah. They make for the best podcast, though.
0: It did. It did. When we're upset, it's always the best. So we will not get another show before the end of the year. You're right. Just because it's hard enough to do this as is. Yes. January 6th. Yes. The. What? Yes, I know. No, I, yeah. I, I made a joke we're about it. We're having
1: a commemoration.
0: Yes, no. We are having the annual Winter Classic. It yes. will be back at Soccer Park. Game starts at 11, get there about 10 a.m. For those that haven't been involved before, this is what kicks off our charity efforts every year. This is a uh, drive for the food bank. We are going to have the barrels there to bring actual food. We will have a link for donations that you can pay. If you want to participate, you need to make a donation in some form. If you, When you come, you're going to bring two different shirts. You'll bring a red, pink shirt, whatever you want to call it. Or a blue shirt. That way we have a separation that we will be pink slash red. American outlaws will have to be blue. Why are you giving me that look?
1: Because we are always green and outlaws are always red. Okay, fine. Did we change?
0: No, I was just figuring because of city. But okay, fine. Fuck it. Luligans are green, man. Okay, we're green. (laughs) Green for Luligan Street. That's right. Uh Okay, so fine, green. But you bring two shirts just in case we need to switch people around because really, it's all about fun.
1: And most of us are... Lulligans and outlaws. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's it's kind of uh, inbreeding, really, to play ourselves. Yeah,
1: But it's a it's a lighthearted game. It is very much so. There will be children on the field. Yes, there will be beers on the field. Be... <laughs> uh, our friends Urban Chestnut usually supply the sports drinks. So yeah, I'm sure... And
0: Second Shift is doing so as well this year, okay, too. Okay,
1: so we'll have sports drinks from multiple vendors.
0: We will. We will. But, you know, we'll play a full the 90. The children
1: may not have the adult sports no, drinks. No,
0: they may not. Uh, but again, we'll, we'll, get them some we'll play ninety minutes. You know, a- again, it's free substitution just because it's yeah. too much work. We, you know, it, kids equal. You know, two kids will equal an adult. Uh,
1: if the Luligans are losing with fifteen minutes left, that's when multi ball comes into effect.
0: You'll see it if that happens. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it until then. Or mega ball, mega ball, mega ball Yeah, year. mega ball. that came in last year. But the point is, it's a great opportunity to get out. Make make some good noise for a uh, a local charity, the food bank. They need this because after the holidays, they are wiped out.
1: It's a very yeah. That's I mean, that's kind of why it started because after the holidays every year, I mean, everybody gives in the lead up to the holidays, uh, but then that their, week afterwards, it drops off. Their banks are depleted after the holidays, so this is a way to sort of restock them and get some people some food.
0: And it's a great way for us to start off our efforts because all year long. We want to make sure that we're giving back to the community. We have a lot of things planned for this year in order to up that as well, uh, and,
1: and have fun with our friends, the Outlaws.
0: Yeah, and we will be announcing a lot of these new uh, efforts and and great things at our AGM. That'll be on January twentieth this year. It's a lot earlier than it has been before because
1: games start in February. <laughs> yeah,
0: in the middle. Of, what is it? The last week of February now? I think.
1: Yeah, maybe. Even and we that.
0: need that time to help get organized. So if you want to get uh, you know involved if you want to join the tifo painting crew if you want to you know do things with us get involved this is your chance to come out here we're going to have a handful of special speakers that'll talk about things that we're going to be doing i promise we won't show a long video this year after yeah. last year Learn we will lesson. have
1: yeah we will have an episode before the agm we to will talk but, about but the that, point but being is that start making plans pencil you know, it in
0: january sixth, january 20th we have events going you want to be a part of them this is the time to start getting involved my computer battery start starting to run low, oh. so we're going to wrap this up real soon before it crashes on me here. Happy holidays, fellas. Yep, Happy you too. This is going to be a good year, I hope.
1: Yeah, if, fuck if we get to play in the Open Cup. <laughs> There's only seven days left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Again. This has been the worst year of my life, yeah, quite exactly. honestly. 2024 has got to be better. I was meant 2024. Okay. Thank
0: you. But, yes, it, it, thank you guys for listening. Thanks to everybody that has participated in everything that we've done this year.
1: It oh was yeah, a great year for us. And I'm the bingo champion.
0: Yes, you are. Congrats. I was going to end with oh, that. You yes. ste- you, that's the third thing Sorry. today that you've stepped on. I, it's me. not a podcast if
1: I don't step on at you at
0: least. But yes, the last thing to mention was that Brad is the Lulugan Lady <laughs> of the Year by winning the Hallmark Movie Challenge. Yes. I'm impressed.
1: I watch so many damn... Well, you know, getting divorced really leaves a lot of time for you to sit around and watch bad and movies. And
2: honestly, this is a competition that you trained for. It was all time with your daughter. Yeah. And it, you can't... You can't... You and, know and you have trained for
0: this your entire life. Yep. It was all... Sitting on a couch watching bad movies.
1: That's... I mean, it really that is. my literally, name over it. This is yeah. literally
0: your competition to take over at some yes.
1: point. So. And even more importantly, we raised almost a thousand dollars for a local charity that That was amazing
0: so congratulations brad has picked up his prize pack that i had been holding on to for the ladies here and (laughs) and and this is again brad
1: now does this mean i get invited to the luligan lady get together absolutely not no i still still keeping you out but that makes sense
0: you are a lovely luligan lady for being a champion here so thank you brad can now say he is a champion. champion so again thank you all have a good new year's we'll see you january 6th